You are listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby of Torch in Houston, Texas. This is the Living Jewishly Podcast. All right, welcome back everybody to the Living Jewishly Podcast. Today we are doing halacha number 18, the laws of Shmona Esrei, the laws of the Amidah. The proper time for reciting the Amidah is Neitz HaChama, at sunrise, exactly at sunrise. As it states in Psalms, they will fear you with the rising of the sun. If, however, someone prayed after this time, they have fulfilled their mitzvah until a third of the day has passed. One may still pray till midday, even though they will not receive the reward for on-time prayer. If one failed to pray on time, by mistake, so it wasn't intentional, they had an emergency, they failed to pray on time, they can make a substitution prayer as will be discussed in chapter 21. So there's something called a substitution prayer, a tefillat tashlumin, which is that if someone by mistake missed a prayer, the following prayer can be recited twice. So if someone missed the morning service, someone had an emergency, they missed praying the morning prayer, they can pray the afternoon prayer twice. If they missed the afternoon prayer by mistake, they can pray the evening prayer twice, and so on and so forth. Every prayer has a substitute that you can you can pray in its stead. However, if you, it was intentional that you missed the prayer, you can't do a substitution prayer. Upon reaching Tehilos to El Elyon, which is the last part before saying the blessing of Baruch Atah Hashem Go'al Yisrael, before, right before the Amidah, one should stand up and prepare for the Amidah, removing all things that can distract him from focus. Number five, the person should take three steps backward, left, right, left. Say Tehilos El Elyon, and then after, when they're ready to begin the Amidah, take three steps forward, right, left, right, like one is approaching a king. One should not interrupt between Gaal Yisrael and the beginning of the Amidah, and it is best to conclude Gaal Yisrael together with the Chazan, so it doesn't create a need to answer Amin. So if, if they say, end the prayer together with the Chazan, then it's like you, we don't answer Amin to our own prayers. But if I finish before the Chazan and now the Chazan finished after me or before me, I might have to answer Amen, which could become problematic, which is why the Halacha says the best thing to do is to finish together with the Chazan. So if you'll hear the Chazan many times, what they'll do is either everyone will say it together with the Chazan or the Chazan will end the blessing in silence so then you didn't hear the end of the blessing and then you're not obligated to respond. Amen. But even answering Kaddish, Kedusha, Baruch Hu is prohibited between the blessing of Gal Yisrael and the Amidah. In the Mariv evening prayer, when the blessing does not end with Gal Yisrael, it is permitted to interrupt between the blessing and the Amidah for Kaddish, Kedusha, or Baruch Hu. So in the evening prayer, it finishes off not with Gal Yisrael, but there's one more blessing after that, which is Baruch Atah Hashem, Shomer Amo Yisrael Ad, that is also considered a place where you can interrupt for other things. For example, Kaddish, Kedusha, or Baruchu. So if you hear Kedusha in another room, you can, well, there isn't really Kedusha in the evening, but if there's from a different minion that's still davening Mincha, you can answer Kedusha, and you can answer Kaddish as well. And you can also answer for Baruchu 
if you hear it. Baruch is the calling for prayer. Number eight, before beginning the Shemona Esrei, before the Amidah, one should say the verse Hashem Sefasai, which is in Psalms 51.17, Lord, open my lips that my mouth may declare your praise. This is not considered an interruption. The verse Ki Shem, when I call out the name of Hashem, ascribe greatness to our God, which is from Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 3, is only recited before the Amida of Musaf and Mincha before saying Hashem Safasai. So we add an extra verse prior to saying Hashem Safasai. These are two verses that prepare us for the proper frame of mind we should have upon reciting the Amida. When praying, one must know that the presence of Hashem is right before him. He should awaken himself to have focus and intention and remove all thoughts and disturbances from his mind. One's presence of mind should be pure and clear and one should imagine as if they are standing in front of a king of flesh and blood where we would have our words organized and focused. Even more so in our prayers when we are standing in front of the king of kings. Every thought should be calculated prior to uttering them with our lips. So before we say Baruch, think of what is that word? Baruch. I'm praising you, Hashem. Ata, you, Hashem, my God. We say Ata directly. Hashem. Eloke Avraham, the God of Abraham. What does that mean? We're going to get to it, God willing, in our prayer series. We're going to go through each and every word. Number 13. A person praying should think of each word that they are about to say with clear focus and intention. It is important to learn the prayers, not only to read them properly, but to understand the depths and meaning of each word. At the very least, a person should humble themselves before Hashem and realize that they are speaking to their Father in heaven. Number 15. If a distracting thought interrupts your prayer, you should stop and wait till your mind is cleared. While standing for the Amida, a person's feet should be one next to the other, like having one leg, like the angels, and hold their heads slightly bowing. Eyes shouldn't be wandering, but closed or looking into the sitter, the prayer book. One should place their hands right on left. We know that's a rule. The right always goes over the left. Above their heart, in trepidation and fear of heaven like a poor person begging for charity, which is what it is. Essentially, we're talking to Hashem and asking Him to grant us life, to give us all the good things that we want in our lives, to, to, to have good health, to have mercy, to have forgiveness, to have wisdom, to have success, to have good judgment. Each person should daven their nosach, whether you're Ashkenaz or Sfard or Sfaradi, Edotah Mizrach, as they are all rooted in the holiest of sources. Every person, Yudavanasach Ashkenaz, continue Ashkenaz, Svard, Svard. However, one should not mix between different Nusachs or Nischaot, as each one is numbered in words with deep Kabbalistic secrets. The amount of words they have in each blessing is numbered. Therefore, a person shouldn't have a combo of some Ashkenaz, some Sfard, mixed between the two, a person should stick to one Nusach for everything. 
Therefore, one should not mix or change the nusach. The nusach is the format. One should be cautious to pray silently that only he himself should hear his words, but the person next to them should not be able to hear what you are praying. It'll disturb them. It'll disturb their concentration. A person should not lean on anything while praying the Amidah. A sick person can sit or lay when reciting the Amidah so long as they can have focus. And if a person can't even utter the words, they can think the prayers in their heart. Number 23. While praying the Amidah, one should not hold anything other than their sitter in their hand. Right? You shouldn't be holding your phone. You shouldn't be holding your children. When you're praying, you should just be praying. One should notate their sitter prior to davening so they don't need to be distracted during prayer. For example, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, there are parts of the prayers that we don't say. Some nusach, some formats do have, do say it. Some don't have, don't say it. So no, I have in my machzer because I'm, I'm the chazan in, in my shul. So it'll say where at a point where I'll skip a page or two. It'll, I'll notate it before the holiday, page 25, and I'll move to page 25. And then it say, you know, skip this part and notate it beforehand. Now, if you have the art scroll sitter, the art scroll sitter is amazing because it has everything so clearly outlined for you. It's amazing and beautiful translation as well. So it really helps tremendously with prayer. A person should try to secure a seat next to a wall because we see that Ezekiel prayed. It says, then he turned to the wall. Why did he turn to the wall? Because you can concentrate. You don't have distractions. At least from one side, you won't have people walking back and forth in front of you. You won't have people, you know, like this. One should not pray facing a photo, a painting, or anything that can distract you from prayer. If this is unavoidable, they should close their eyes while praying so as not to see the things that will distract them. However, one can never pray in front of immodesty, even with their eyes closed. So if someone is at the beach and they oh, I have to pray mincha, let me close my eyes so I don't see people who address them modestly, which shouldn't be done even not in front of prayer, right? even not during prayer, but that doesn't help. Closing your eyes when there's immodesty all around you is not going to allow you to focus properly, and it's definitely not conducive to your prayer when you're standing in front of the Almighty and talking to Him. And finally, number 28, one should not pray in an open field unless they are able to feel the presence of God before them. However, if possible, one should preferably pray between the trees the trees, you have less distraction. You write, you have, you're closed off. It's a little bit more of a confined space, not in an open area where you feel like you're just lost. So Hashem should bless us all. We should merit the Amida, the, the prayer of Shmon Esri, is such a powerful prayer. It's an opportunity for us to have a meditative experience. We're able to talk to Hashem. Shut out the world. Prepare yourself and just talk. Right? We have yoga built into Judaism. That's the Amida. We have meditation built into Judaism. We have mindfulness built into the Amida. 
It's an opportunity for every person to stop what they're doing and just focus on the relationship with God and talk to Hashem. So my dear friends, Hashem should bless us all that not only should our prayers be accepted, but we should also feel the connection every time we open our mouth in prayer to Hashem. Amen.